flight of the Earth to Discovery, and the shuttle has cleared the tower. Hello everybody, thanks for listening again. This is Cheaper Than Therapy. Uh, it's a late podcast this week, isn't it? Like the, the idea was to have these uploaded in the middle of the week. But as you might guess from my dulcet tones, I've been sick. Like... I've I had the the sort of I had the sort of cold that you would you you would have and then someone would say I've had the flu I didn't really have the flu I had a cold, um, and that's led to this felt awful awful two days, and then today I've woke up and thought well, that's fucking I feel pretty good today, uh, and also the fact that it's the end of the month and that means it's patron charge day I thought fuck me I should probably can like fill my not contractual obligation, but certainly a uh, um, moral obligation to create content. It's the um, or at least write ramble nonsensically for half an hour. Um, but it turns out I'm not. I'm not in my on my own uh, in having this cold because I found an article on the BBC, and I genuinely. I genuinely just saved this article because I thought the headline was funny because I had the headline of the article was, is this, oh, sorry, I've just knocked it away. I don't want to knock it away. I want to read it. Um, is the worst cold ever going around? You know, well, feels, feels like a misplaced headline given the last 18 months. I feel, BBC, the worst cold has been going around. Um, but it turns out it's not about that. It's about what you'd imagine it would be about. The fact that we've... Well, maybe not so much where I am because we had pretty... We had one fairly harsh lockdown. One lockdown which was like, well, okay, but construction people can still work because, I don't know, construction people don't get COVID. Um, and then we had a, th- a third lockdown where everyone was like, I fucking done with this shit this is a bit silly now um but in between we were all out mixing in bars and drinking and well having all that jolly good fun it was fine and that's it's essentially what we're still doing now and everything's okay it's really weird isn't it right i'm gonna might might upset a few people here but i feel one of the things going against like the the people that have extra vitriol for the people that haven't been vaccinated yet i'm not saying i won't do it just saying, I'm rarely an early adopter of anything, and uh, I find that that's what the vi- that's where the vitriol comes from. Because whenever I'm mixing with like a few hundred people in a bar or something like that, or in tight closed areas with people, and I walk off and I wake up on Monday morning and I don't have COVID after the weekend, I'm a constant reminder of. Maybe maybe you didn't need to get that injection to go on that holiday you didn't go on in the end. It's just just my observation. I'm sorry if you don't like it. Um but basically, because of lockdowns, people haven't had colds and things. So their immune systems have been like all nicely coddled up and swaddled 
for 18 months. Now they're going out and mixing with people and they're getting fucking sick and it's fucking horrible. Um, but I was reading some of the accounts from people and I found them quite funny. The, um, the This one was from tw- uh, 24-year-old Brit, Rebre- uh, Rebecca, Rebecca London. I always find it funny in these things. Like there's... Um, BBC have a type, don't they? Now, I, uh, I, I think you're all for all for what your what your political leanings are on things. But I happen to think, unless it comes with agreeing with Tory policies, because Tories are supposedly right wing now, supposedly right wing. But I, I see very little difference between Labour and Tories. Um, I think there's, it's just one big fucking college of wankers. Um, but the BBC, on general topics, leans incredibly left. So I find it amazing that they always happen to find like a pretty um, mixed-race person with a surname of London. Oh, my word. It's like it's all of the BBC's wet dreams, isn't it? Every single one of them. And sometimes... I just wonder whether if I was to Google image search uh, the picture of this girl, would I find her on like a Starbucks commercial somewhere? Is it, am, am I that jaded with the media that I think they're just taking stock photos of people and making stories up? Um, I, I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility. But anyway, let's see what Rebecca had to say about this cold. Uh, a normal cold would have her with a runny nose, sneezing, maybe a bit of sore throat. Nothing like this, she tells Radio 1. So let's break this down for a second before we go fur- further, yeah? This motherfucker's had a cold, and that's warranted being interviewed by Radio 1, the biggest radio station in the UK, unless XFM have edged them, but you know what I mean National, the main radio station on a national news network national media network interviewed for a cold I barely slept I'd wake up in the uh, uh, the night, just coughing constant runny nose, feeling so tired, she added Rebecca did lateral flow tests got negative results, but I've been ill for more than a week I was left wondering if it was ever going to, if it was ever going to end. She was not the only one. Now, the reason she had ne- negative lateral flow tests is because she had a fucking cold. Um, and before before the invasion of the Ronas, um, we would constantly get sick for three, four, five days, maybe longer. Maybe maybe if you get, I think if you were to, if you were to get flu, if you were to get a cold for more than five days probably got a fluey thing haven't you rather than rather than a cold but i've definitely been sick for like i've definitely woke up on a monday probably after this is why what i think happened to me um this week is i had a um i had a sick son that kept me up on sun on friday evening and then i went and spent six hours getting tattooed on Saturday and then I went home for like an, enough time to have maybe some mushy peas and like a fish cake stuck into it and then I went out and I went for drinky poos 
that evening. And uh, then I sandwiched the weekend by uh, having a sick son splutter all over me. And my immune system turned around and said, you're a fucking asshole. And hence the reason I ended up with my cold. But, like, what the fuck has happened to us? What the fuck's happened to us where somebody having a cold is is enough to warrant being interviewed on radio? And it, and it makes perfect sense, don't get me wrong, like, not the interview, it makes perfect sense that lockdowns have weakened people's immune systems and we are going to have an absolute shit show of a cold and flu season. Everybody's going to be sick every day, all of winter. Um, how this will be politically used will be interesting to see. But um, if we go down, because I've got loads of tweets here from people, they've just gone on Twitter collecting uh, tweets of people that have had colds. It's like Oliver Roll. Oliver Roll, what a fucking name. Who wants the surname of Roll? What would be a good first name to go with Roll? Uh, Arthur Roll, there you go, there's one. There must be others. I can't be bothered. Right. Mr. Roll. Okay, seriously. Anyone else stuck uh, stuck down the non-COVID chest sinus infection hole? It's been two weeks. I'm exhausted. Very grateful. Uh, Miss, Miss Rona hasn't paid me a, a visit. I like the fact that this guy is fucking cocky enough that he couldn't even give his... He couldn't even give Rona his own gender. He felt he needed to give coronavirus female empowerment. That's good. Um... I'm glad Miss Rona didn't uh, didn't give me a visit, but so, uh, but it, uh, but this is something else. I've been uh, I've I've never been this con- continually ill before. Nadia, no surname, just a a finger click emoji. This is the worst cold I have ever had in my life. Bearing in mind, these are what would essentially you would be considered sources from a BBC news article. Who else have we got? Uh, Louise Robinson. This is legit the worst cold flu I have ever had. I feel like I've been hit by a bus. Again, BBC article and what you would consider as um, sources of said article. Daniel Phoebe? Wow, that's a surname. Um... Got my first cold since uh, January 2020, and I can confirm it is the worst cold I have ever had, like flu on steroids. Now, I just don't get where... How how is that, right? And bearing in mind, because I I think the the articles, when when I'm doing these, like, I I pay attention to the articles I wouldn't read for doing this podcast. And... um, I find that the the absolute w- very worst journalism, the worst journalism in, in the world, is the journalism you get notifications for. Yeah, that article was the first article that I opened on Tuesday. I think it was um, in the hell that is the Apple News app, and I, that's of all the things, of all the things going on in the world be it Rona-related, be it, like, riots for uh, lockdowns, be it the um, uh, volcanic action going off in the 
Canary Islands. Um, be it climate change even. We'll get to climate change. Um, the Apple News app on Monday or Tuesday, it might have even been Monday morning, thought that of all of the things going on in the world, whatever Rebecca London thought about a cold was absolutely the first thing I needed to know when I woke up in the morning. When I got my cup of coffee, what my usual morning routine is, if I don't have my son, I'll wake up, I will um, feed my cats because I'm I'm steadily turning into a cat man. And it's, it's fine being a cat man when you've got a family because they're just family pets. But uh, when you've split up with your girlfriend and it's just you living alone with cats, now and again you keep your son. Um, it's not a good look, people. It's worse than the crazy cat lady, if we're all honest, because people expect men to have dogs and men should have dogs. They shouldn't have cats. Um, if anyone would like to buy two cats, they're for sale. So my morning routine, I will get up in the morning. I will feed the cats. I'll get myself a cup of coffee. Uh, I will then, to go with the clusterfuck that is now my life, uh, I will uh, generally watch the Joe Rogan experience because... Uh, now he's on Spotify. I always forget to watch him, but uh, I, I when I turn my TV on because I don't have um, live television. I got rid of that throughout the uh, coronavirus. Fucking, I was going to say pop propaganda campaign. I don't think that's the politically correct thing to say, but I think it's probably right. Um, I got rid of all live television because I found myself waking up in the morning and I would accidentally click the television on and then I would look for it to watch and there's fuck all on to watch in the morning so I would end up watching something like that fucking hideous thing that um oh Pierce Morgan used to be on um don't know if I told you this uh, this or not I was blocked on Twitter by Pierce Morgan uh, I was blocked on, blocked there by sending him a picture of him himself um Bill Gates uh Jeffrey Epstein, and is it? Oh, what's his name? It was your man that owned the pizza shop that had all the problems with, like the PizzaGate conspiracy. I had all of those picture of them, Jeffrey Epstein's house, and uh, I asked him if he had a wonderful time with the uh, convicted paedophile and his friends, and uh, he blocked me for it. Weird. A we a weird thing that anyway. Uh yeah, and then I I will watch Joe Rogan Experience and sit and read some news articles on my phone or on my laptop before I have to get up and go to work. So yeah, to find that this was the first thing that they, they thought I needed to see was was quite surprising. Uh the other thing that was surprising this week is the fact that once again a child can stand up in front of an assembly of supposedly intelligent people and read a speech, which is keywords, essentially, uh, followed by blah, 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 and get a standing evasion for it. Now, any of you that have listened to anything I've done for a while will know I'm not the greatest fan of Miss Thunberg. Um, I don't believe that somebody gets into her position organically. Uh, and it's like... like if you, if you consider, I mean, she, she comes from a family of actors. 
they're uh I mean they're not even they're, they're not even middle class they're well they're well above above middle class um decide to go on this quest so so you end up with uh you end up sitting in a street with a let's make the world cooler sign and uh just on that day just so happens that I can't remember what website it is because I, I, I keep thinking it's something it's something like a left wing blaze or something I think I can't remember what the website is well do you know what we'll just say it's fucking the guardian because it feels like something they'd get involved with um, it just so happens that their executive editor walked past that day took a picture of her on his mobile phone and tweeted it um, and then the whole thing exploded from this random set of encounters, which randomly saw her suddenly decide to go on this long voyage. It randomly saw her with this boat, which is like, let's be fucking perfectly honest, a fine example of modern technology to to do what she, to do what she did with, which just happens to have been previously owned by George Soros. Now, I'm sorry if you then think. What a fortunate set of circumstances to happen. Even the even the fact of how old she is. She's now 18, I believe. I don't think she's turned 19 yet, but she can't be far away from it. She still looks 12. So um, if you... She's, she's almost unattackable. Because she was unattackable when she was a child. Because, you know, it's, we're, we're grown-ups. We shouldn't... Um, we shouldn't bully children, especially children that are uh, essentially put in a position, probably by grown-ups, to further their own ends. It's not really fair what's happening to them. Uh, I don't. I don't really believe. I don't. I, I'm sure. I'm sure Miss Thunberg believes in what she's doing, but I'm not sure she understands like the gravity of it. And only be. I, I, I'm not saying that because I think she's stupid. Only because she was brought into it at such a young age. I don't. I don't think she understands the. I don't think she understands the fact that there's lobbyists out there. You know, there's people that there's people that want these things, and there's people that you wouldn't expect. You know, it's the. the this is going to be a massive shift, and whenever there's a, whenever there's massive shifts of things, it creates new markets and new industries. And lots of money can be made. You know, it's it's the same thing that happens. I remember watching an interview with a financial analyst, and he said, "Every day I dream of a financial collapse." Because in a financial collapse, that's when the smart people make the money, and uh, you know it's that's kind of what you're going to have with with this. You're going to have like the massive vacuums opened up where people can make an awful lot of money. And I've always said about the. I'm not saying we shouldn't do things about the environment. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that we shouldn't preserve and make the planet the best place we can to live on, but. Unfortunately, I believe all these things that are coming from the green agenda, I will call it, are going to cripple the working and middle classes um, because we simply, like, if when you look at some of the guidelines of saying, well, you're going to need an electric car, you're going to need smart things in your house, and you go, ah, oh, that's great, but I cannot afford any of this. And you will have some activist in the corner going no but there should be government subsidies and you know there won't be government subsidies it is it's completely disingenuous to believe that all of a sudden the government are going to be this altruistic 
entity that decides, oh yeah, we just need to help people and we just need to make sure that everyone's living a good life. It's never been the way. It's never going to be the way. And it doesn't matter who you elect. We've just we've just had an election on the Isle of Man. We've got a bunch of new MHKs, uh, which, uh, which is like our part, well, which is our parliament, uh, put, uh, put into power. They're going to do exactly the same thing as the, as the last MHKs because it gets to a point and then all of a sudden you've got people that are mostly going to be earning more money than they have before. And then you then I'm sure people go into these jobs with grand ideas, but then the rest of the time is them trying to preserve what they've earned in their eyes. But on the back back to the the uh, Thunberg situation. She's she's perfect for it. You know, she's she's perfect to to plug an agenda to people. Because if you argue against it, you look like an asshole. Because she still looks like a child, and she's not a child. She's an, she's an adult now. And I I I don't believe that somebody goes from just sat outside a a, a thing to giving a half baked speech to like a a global assembly. I'm I'm not. I'm not taking it, I'm afraid. And the, it's it's also this it's also pretending that governments aren't doing things about it. You know, these things are being brought in, legislations are being made, and like it's it's not a case of it's not a case of things aren't being done. Now it's a case it, it originally it was a case of you have to do something. And people have said, Right, okay, well this is gonna be a a massive change for people. You know, we need to we need to be sensible. People have still got to, this has all gotta be paid for. Uh, we you know we we need to give ourselves a certain amount of time to to get this to get this underway, and um, so now the thing is, well, no, no, you need to do it immediately, and it's only like it's the same if you if you look at Insulate Britain, if you look at all these people that are protesting, you know, it's I, I love the fact that Extinction Rebellion has changed its name because that's what's happened, Insulate Britain or Extinction Rebellion. But the Extinction Rebellion name is either too toxic, or um, maybe it's because it's uh, it sounds too, it sounds like what they were, which is a terrorist organization. Um, so yeah, Insulate Britain sounds more protective, doesn't it? It sounds more more friendly and more approachable. It's the same fucking thing. It's the same people standing in the same roads, stopping the same people going to work and feeding their families. And that's what it's about. And they do it in winter as well. They do it in winter when things are already difficult. So if it was, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say if it was up to me, drive through the protesters. But I, I'm a bit confused why people aren't driving round them. There's definitely times there where if you think, well. I don't believe you care enough about your cause that if I was to just continue to drive towards you, I think you would get out of the way before I broke you. I think that's what people people end up starting to do, to be perfectly honest. Unfortunately, that's when somebody's going to get hurt. But yeah, I'm interested in what you guys think about Greta Thunberg. I find, I find it interesting that the... Yeah, the, the, the media portrayer is this like beloved figure. Um, but whenever you go onto any type of social media, uh, you'll find a load of likes. It's really weird. You'll find loads of likes on what she does. Um, but then when you read the comments, there's nothing but negative comments. I think the it's 
it feels like pro wrestling. If any of you guys have liked um, like pro wrestling, there's there's been a phase now that's been going on for a while in WWE. I don't watch WWE, but um, where the owner Vince McMahon has had a right hard on for somebody. And he will push them as being like the leader of the company, like the the main guy, trying to make another Rock or Hulk Hogan. Excuse me, I need to get some of my coronavirus out. <coughs> trying to make another Rock or um, Hulk Hogan, and the people don't like it because we don't. We I think in general people can see through things that aren't uh, organic and natural. I think people start to see that with the clap for carers thing as well. They started to realize that it was kind of, it just, it was kind of a bit disingenuous and it became like a political statement. Uh, But it seems that just like pro wrestling, where Vince McMahon will push these people and essentially scream at you, love this person it's kind of what the media do with Greta Thunberg. You know, it's the whenever whenever she can be wheeled out in a good light, it's it's there. It's and I wonder whether there seems to be a continual lack of responsibility taken by adults. And I'm, I'm not. I, I think I said this ages ago. It was when we started to let uh, children pick their uh, like pick transitioning themselves and things like that and i i said i felt it was parents and adults i'm not i'm not saying people should live in ways that damage themselves but i'm saying that a fucking 12 year old doesn't fucking know whether it wants to be a fucking cat or it wants to be a navy seal um and and younger, to be perfectly honest, yeah. You, you look at America. You've been talk, you've been looking at kids as young as five transitioning, which is fucking balmy. But um, I feel that there's difficult questions uh, and difficult things are being asked of people. And some for some reason, adults and not all adults, I must say that, uh, don't seem to be equipped to deal with answering these questions for people anymore. I don't know why. I'm I'm not a psychologist, but the this there's this ever going push and I I feel that the this whole thing of oh we should let the youth decide. We're not letting the youth decide things because they're shaping a better future for themselves. No, we're letting the future decide we're letting the youth decide things because we can't be bothered we can't be bothered putting in the work to work these things out and that that's the way i look at it i'd look at it as a it's a there's a real letdown you can even look at the um i mean the the, the idea of a 12 year old choosing whether it should have like what vaccinations it should have uh that's that's a bit scary i think anybody anybody that supports that that says oh if you're if 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 a parent is concerned about their child having an experimental vaccine but the child's been terrorized into to the point uh between wh- whether it be through friends teachers or um watching the television every day for the last 12 months uh, for the last uh, 18 months um anybody that's cool with that that's cool that the government want better and understand 
what your child needs better than you. To to put it down to another way, do you believe Boris Johnson and his medical advisors love your children more than you do? Anybody that believes that, I can't get on board with you. I mean, genuinely, just like turn this podcast off now because this content is not for you. <coughs> but again, I think this is it's this ever going. Um, be, the, the good, the great thing about getting children to do things is children are really easily manipulated. I think Greta shows that perfectly. So if you can have a, a youth that's easily manipulated by social media, uh, which is essentially either either the government's in the pocket of social media or social media's in the pocket of the government. It doesn't really matter which way around it works. But if if you have a if you have a oh god, I just had to bow out to get a glass of water. Um, if you've got youth which are easily manipulated. And they're, like I say, either the government's in the pocket of social media or social, or, or sorry, tech. Either tech's in the pocket of the governments or the governments are in the pockets of tech. I think it's probably more likely that way, to be honest, because it's tech which have the money. Uh, politicians are easily bought. And, um, which, and I'm, I'm not being funny, I think if you look at uh, a Sage in the UK, uh, one of the great fucking fallacies that seems seems to be in people's minds now is the fact that you can't buy health experts as well which seems to be seems to be a bit of an issue but if you can manipulate the youth and then hand power over to the youth that means that you can you can sway the sort of the social like the social conversation much easier because adults tend to argue back and adults tend to not enjoy uh, being told what to do by people that are younger than them. I think there's a reason for that. It's just not really the way that we're, we're wired. It's not the way that our societies as human beings should work. Um, I think it's this ever-going situation where we seem to be handing more and more power over to somebody else Uh you know, it's there's a there's there's a real like look after me culture. I think it's just it's a little shout back to that. The first thing that started this, the like people freaking out because they have a cold which lasts like four or five days. You know, it's, we we don't seem to we don't seem to be able to evaluate risk anymore. Evaluate risk or um, essentially just just understand the magnitude of things. You know, it's we're gonna get sick. You know, it's now. Now it 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 is. There's almost this feeling now. I think like in the sort of social zeitgeist where it's it's un um it's not people shouldn't get sick. That we should we should work a way out around people getting sick and people dying. It's 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 oppressive. Death is oppressive. Um, and it's fucking bullshit, isn't it? It's fucking bullshit. Anyway, that's my fucking rant about having a cold and uh, fucking letting climate goblins decide whether whether I can afford to buy a new car or not in four years' time. Um, I've got an and finally. 
I think I think we need uh, on these podcasts we need an and finally type of thing because obviously this is a new podcast. I'm still finding my way with it. Um, the let me see if I can find this. I thought I had it. Didn't must be on that thing. John Lennon. Um, a recording has been unearthed in Denmark. An unreleased recording. I think it's about 50 minutes. It's suspected to go for somewhere between 32 and 50,000. Now, I would have thought this would hit much more than that. I mean, that doesn't... Right, I'll, we should talk about what's on it. It's an unreleased interview with John Lennon Yoko Ono, which is apparently recorded just before the Beatles broke up. And on it, they play a song, which is supposedly unreleased. Wouldn't it be hilarious? Because it does say in the article... Uh, where is the part that says it? can't find it quick enough but it says that they, they, they talk for 50 minutes 50 minute interview which includes a believed to be unreleased recording so you think fucking great imagine that imagine because i don't know if you would own the rights to that song if you oh because i would think you would do if you had the original recording of it and there was no other recordings of it take it you would you'd fucking buy that motherfucker and you would release it on something wouldn't you someone would want it for some sort of compilation um, but could you imagine if you like if you did that? You spent fucking. Let's say I reckon it'll go for something like five hundred grand. I think they're well under with their estimates. Estimates there. It's John fucking Lennon. Um, but let's say you spent five hundred grand just to listen to John Lennon Yoko Ono talk, and then they play the unreleased song. Let's be honest, that's what you're buying it for. You're buying it for the unreleased song, and all it is is a fucking acoustic version of Number Nine. Oh, can you imagine how upset you'd be? That'd be buyer's remorse. Oh, but it's, but it's that, that thing though, isn't it? I'd fucking love to listen to it. Like, you know, it's uh, John Lennon is definitely one of those people that I agree, uh, not agree with. I uh, I appreciate more the like the older I get and the more I I go back to his stuff. Uh, just as a human being, uh, I agree with him. I uh, I'd love to know there's certain people like that, especially when you look at. Because uh, I mean, he for the time would have been uh, very left wing, and um, I don't genuinely don't think he would. What what we now look at as like left, I I don't think people like him would recognise it anymore. You know, I think uh, I think he'd be quite surprised at what all of this has turned into. I I think there's lots of there's lots of left wing icons that are still used that I don't I don't think would particularly enjoy being fucking stapled to all this craziness that's going on anyway uh thank you for listening to to this podcast i hope you enjoyed it i just had to edit something there because it was that fucking illegible what came out of my mouth now can you imagine for me to actually do an edit for me to edit something can you imagine how bad it was how mushed up those words must have been. In, incomprehensible to human ears, it was. Um, what I was going to try and say was, if you'd like to get in touch with me uh, and bring up anything you'd like me to talk about on the podcast, uh, then you can do it. 
know, if it's, I mean, if it's a big enough thing, I might be able to make an entire episode out of the one out of the one subject. Um, if you if you want to just just write in and speak to me, that's great. We could have like a an agony and part of section of the podcast. That'd be fun too. Um, if you want to help support me, you can go to Lee Stevens Content Creator on Patreon. Uh, I think I'm probably going to do a subscribe star as well. So the, I know some of you don't like patrons, so I'm going to have a look into opening something else. It's where if you want to help the podcast out, there's an easy way of doing it. Um, I don't want to. I still I still do quite a lot of content all in all. Uh, so I don't want to. I don't I don't want to do anything exclusive for patrons, to be perfectly honest. And that's not because I don't want to give patrons something. Um, it's purely because I would be sque- trying to squeeze something else into something that I already don't have lots of time with. So I wouldn't want to... Because essentially by putting exclusive content out, you're, you're putting content out to try and tempt people to give you money. And then if I, if I felt I had to try and rush something and not, not do not do it and not give it the the thought that I think it deserved. I'd I'd feel like I was conning people more than just asking for like if you want to support the podcast, think of it as a tip jar. You know, if I'm sure most of you that listen to this podcast, if I met you in a bar, you'd probably buy me a drink. Just think of it as that. Um But yeah, if you want to go to Lee Stevens Content Creator, you can sign up to the patron. It helps out. <coughs> Right, the, isn't it funny, right? I haven't had a cough all the way through this cold. It's been everything but the coughs until now, until I try and do something which involves me using my tiny voice. Uh, you know, I'm fucking I'm coughing every 10 minutes. Fucking disgraceful. Uh, but yeah, if you want to do that, patrons there. If you want to get in touch with me any other way, Twitter is the best way to get in touch with me, especially if you're not a patron. If, patron is the best way because it just it comes up in messages and because there's less patrons than there are human beings in the world um it's a good way to get in contact with me to use the message on patreon because i will i will see it and i will reply um if you want to the second best way to get in touch with me is twitter uh send me a dm on twitter my dms are always open for you to slide your way in um Instagram, I'll take an Instagram DM. I don't really fuck with Facebook. There is a must see audio Facebook, but I think I think Facebook's fucking dead these days. You know, it's especially for things like this. I mean, Christ, the I've just kicked my printer. Um, the if if you're talking about anything, even of I I saw someone someone before that was posting something about vaccines, and they actually had to write it vaccines. So it wouldn't get deleted off Facebook. So fuck that shit. Um, yeah, other than that, I hope you're all doing wonderful and well. And hopefully I, the, the next time you listen to me do one of these will be Wednesday. Because that's when I'd like to, I'd like to make Wednesday my usual night for doing this as part of my podcast workflow. I fucking hate it when content creators use use that. Have you ever noticed on tech YouTube channels? As like, I just like to work out how an iPad fits into my workflow. And you go, no, your, your iPad works into your workflow because when you finished working, 
you go upstairs and you watch videos of yourself and you masturbate furiously. That's how it works into your workflow. Anyway, I love you all. Bye-bye.